Welcome to another T-Rex Talk. This is a podcast exclusive. My name is Isaac Botkin, and this uh, episode is um, its going to be a little bit different. It might even be a little bit shorter than normal. I was going to write and prepare a deeply researched, heavily footnoted, extremely insightful episode about Independence Day. But because it was a Saturday, um, James, what did we do today? Did we do a bunch of work outside? Yeah. Yeah, we we did a lot of stuff. I didn't really have time to do any of that. And I decided that I would rather spend the day doing stuff with James and the other kids than uh, all that research and writing. So we're going to talk about Independence Day in a way that is um, less researched. Right, James? Mm Mm-hmm. So what are we talking about? Uh, Independence Day. We're talking about Independence Day. Tomorrow's actually Independence Day, but we're going to go to an Independence Day picnic um, so, what is Independence Day about, James? Is it about uh, picnics? No. Watermelon? No. Fireworks? No. Well, is it kind of about fireworks? Well, yeah. Is fireworks the most important part? No. What's the most important part? It's the part, it's because it's the day that we wrote, that we said we are our own country. Right. So, what Independence Day is remembering is... The Declaration of Independence, when we declared to a country that we were a part of as the colonies that were going to be our own country. Which country was that? America. Well, which country were we a part of that we were leaving? England. England, yes. So we were, we were um, in the United States. We weren't states yet, were we? No. We were colonies. We were colonies of England. And what happened was over the years, over many, many, many years, the... Kings and parliaments of England had, had had more and more and more and more laws that they made the colonies follow, right? Mm-hmm. And were these laws good or bad? Bad. Yeah. They, there were a lot of laws that were bad. Now, there's an idea that, um, that people talk about, which is that when, uh, when the Americans decided that they had had enough of the King of England, who yeah. was George III... And Parliament, that was making all the laws and, and passing the taxes and doing all the other stuff. There's this idea that they just got tired of not being allowed to do the stuff that they wanted to do. Is that really what happened, or was there more to it? Well, they thought it would be it would it was better to have freedom. Freedom from any laws? Freedom from the bad laws. Freedom from the bad laws, yes. And we know that that's, that's true. They weren't trying to create a country with no laws. Because they, they worked very, very, very hard after they fought the war for American independence to have good laws. Yes. If they'd wanted no laws, that's what they would have done. But they worked yeah. really hard to do everything after the war to make really good laws. And before the war, they worked really hard to do everything in a very precise, disciplined, principled, legal way. So they, they wrote many letters to the king, right? And they didn't say, these laws are no fun, right? No. They didn't say, I'm tired of paying taxes because I want to spend that money on beer and fireworks, right? No, because there wasn't fireworks. Well, actually, there kind of were fireworks, but they didn't come from China. No. <laughs> they, uh, the people made them themselves. They made fireworks out of black powder that they had lying around because they were equipped. <laughs> but they wrote the king and they said... These laws are bad laws because you do not have the jurisdiction to pass these laws. And Parliament has no jurisdiction over the colonies at all. We have our own elected legislative bodies. 
And we recognize your authority, O king, but your authority as king has limits, and you are outside of your limits. Please stop. Mm-hmm. Now, did they write many letters like this? Yeah. And did they send many messengers? Yeah. And ambassadors? Yeah. And entreaties? Yeah. And did the king listen? No. The king didn't listen, and Parliament kept passing new restrictions and, and new controls and new laws um, that were just very, very hard on the people living in the American colonies. Most, most of the people just, uh, they think about the tax on tea. Do you remember? Yeah. <laughs> the British put a big tax on the tea. And some of the people in America did what? Can you remember the Boston Tea Party? Yeah. What did they do? They dressed up like... Um, they dressed up like Indians, and then what? And then they um, boarded the ships, and then they just got holes in all the boxes of tea and, and just dumped them out. Well, they, they threw a lot of tea in the harbor, right? Yeah. Now, that was a pretty uh, rowdy, rebellious thing to do, right? Uh-huh. Well, except that they were very careful. They were very careful not to damage any of the private uh, stuff on the boat that belonged to the boat's captain. And they only threw the tea overboard. They're very careful to say, we're only destroying the tea that is owned by this British company that is controlled by the British Empire. Uh-huh. We're not actually hurting anyone, and we're not breaking anything, and we're not destroying anything. And they actually did accidentally break some locks. So they went back the next day, and they paid the captain of the ship for the stuff that they that they broke, right? Yeah. So they were trying to be very careful. Even when they did the Boston Tea Party, which I think was mm-hmm. not very careful, they tried to be very careful about all of these things to say, we're not being rebellious just because we want to do something different. We want to do what is right. Yeah. They worked They worked very hard to do that. Now, were there rowdy people living in America? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. There's always rowdy people living in America. And mm-hmm. were there actual rebels and, yeah. and people who just wanted to cause trouble? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Um, but most of the men who were doing the really good, hard work of making the case that they should be free and making the legal case that the king shouldn't do the things the king was doing, most of those men were being very careful yeah. Now, they're being very bold, right? Yeah. They're being very brave. But they were being very careful to do it right. Yeah. And to make sure that they were trying to go for freedom, mm-hmm. not just disobey laws that they didn't like personally. So there were some men, like Ethan Allen was a man who did yeah. not have very good principles. But yeah. Patrick Henry was a man who did have good principles. And then... Who else? Um, there was also Benjamin Franklin. Benjamin Franklin was somebody who was very helpful, yeah. Uh-huh. And now Benjamin Franklin is complicated, yeah. but he was not somebody who just wanted to see the world burn. He just didn't. He didn't want to create a world, an America, where anyone could do whatever they wanted. He no. understood structure and yeah. laws, and he also knew that they had to resist the king very carefully. And he knew that it was very dangerous, right? Uh-huh. Why was it dangerous? Because they could have been all hanged if they had lost that war. Yeah, it was pretty dangerous. Samuel Adams was somebody mm-hmm. who was, uh, he was related yeah. to John Adams. You remember yeah. reading about John Adams. Mm-hmm. Samuel Adams was somebody who people think of as being this very uh, rebellious, hot-headed person. And he was very, uh, he was very loud. Mm-hmm. But he was also... Very careful to do yeah. what was right. And he, he was a very principled man. Yeah, and um, Benjamin Franklin even worked for him. Yes, that's a good remembering. Yeah, you've been listening to that audiobook uh-huh. about Ben Franklin. Um, James has been listening to... These are not really easy to get because they're not 
in print anymore because they actually <laughs> any any books that talk about this stuff at a kid's level is not really in print anymore because there's a new way a new lens to look at the American history through. But landmark books that were written well not that long ago in the fifties. Those are actually pretty good for someone of James's age. How old are you, James? Five. Yeah. So those are pretty good books for him. And he's been listening to recordings of the Landmark books. Um, they're, they're all out of print, but occasionally they pop up on eBay. My mom has been collecting those for a while. And um, so the Ben Franklin book talked about how he worked with Sam Adams. Mm-hmm. Okay. So Sam Adams is an interesting man. He made beer. Mm-hmm. And uh, he was a very principled um, proclaimer of liberty. Yeah. And, uh, oh, one of the things that people say about the founders, they said, how silly they were. They fought England because England made taxes. And then as soon as England was gone, America had taxes. What hypocrites they are. Yeah. It's actually more complicated than that, though. The, yeah. the issue was, again, not, not so much that the British were taxing just at all. The Americans uh, were not pushing back against taxes in general. They were pushing back against very specific taxes, very politically motivated taxes, but specifically taxes that were being done by people with no jurisdiction. So like when Parliament would pass a tax, Parliament had no jurisdiction over uh, over the colonies. It would be like if the state of Kentucky, do we live in Kentucky? No. Where do we live? Tennessee. We live in Tennessee. We do not live in the state of Kentucky. So if the legislature of Kentucky started to tax Tennessee whiskey, I think that what would happen is a bunch of people would say, hey, wait a minute, you don't make Tennessee laws, and you don't get to write Tennessee taxes. You're a different state. Yeah. So that's what was happening there. So so Sam Adams... um, was was uh, actually a tax collector because there was a legitimate government in the colonies, mm-hmm. legitimate magistrates, and there were some legitimate taxes, and he was a tax collector collecting those legitimate taxes. He was pushing back against very uh, specific taxes for very specific reasons. Now, another thing that, that people usually say is as soon as America had their independence, they went off in a totally new, totally different direction with a totally different kind of country. Yeah. What do you think about that idea? I don't know. Okay, well, I'll tell you that uh, in some ways that's true. America had a very different form of government. They didn't have a king. Yeah. They had a president. Yeah. The president uh, was only president for a short amount of time, not for his whole life like a king is. So, yeah. So there were certain ways in which the government was new and, and different than what England was doing. Yeah. Well, no, it actually wasn't that different than what like what Switzerland had been doing. Or this, it wasn't completely new. But the laws that America wanted to have, those were those were actually not very new at all. Mm-hmm. In in many ways, America as a new country and the states in America, they stuck to British common law far more religiously or uh, well, actually no, religiously is a good word. They stuck to English common law far more religiously and far more traditionally and far more consistently than England did. So in the 1800s after America had left Things were pretty bad in England. Parliament and the king were doing things that were terrible. Um, when you're older and you read um, Charles Dickens' books about Oliver Twist, things like this, you haven't read any of those books yet. But it was, no. England was a pretty terrible, rough place where the civil magistrates were being very cruel to people because the limits that had been placed on government um, by by common law were not really being... Those were not being listened to at all. So, like... People who would steal a few pennies out of your pocket in the street could be hanged. 
Now, does that sound like justice or not actually justice? Actually justice. Yeah, so not actually justice according to the Bible, not actually justice according to British common law, but that's what was going on in England shortly after the American War for Independence. So what, when people look at uh, that war and they say, oh, America should have just stuck it out, things would have gotten better later. Things did not get better later in England. It was actually yeah. very, very good for America to break away from England yeah. But to stick with the British common law, which we we have done. So, in English history, are you? Can you think of some bad kings in English history before the Americans? Yeah. Like, uh, who was it that Robin Hood was fighting? Uh, Prince John. Yeah. So there have been a bunch of bad kings, uh, and there have been a bunch of examples of men who stopped those kings in England. So England actually has a better history of people resisting tyrannical authority than other countries. There's an idea that kings are allowed to do whatever they want. Yeah. That kings are above the law. Is that true? No. No, kings have to obey the law too, and that's something that the English common law tradition upheld. Mm -hmm. So there were many times that people actually put British kings on trial or resisted British kings when they disobeyed the law. So Charles I actually had his head cut off because he disobeyed the law. Yeah. The people of England actually stood up and they resisted him. Yeah. They stopped him from doing what he was doing. Yeah. And they said that the crime that he'd committed was so bad that he actually needed to be executed. So that happened a little over 100 years before the war between uh, America and Britain, the Revolutionary War. So, yeah. so this idea that you can resist tyrants, British idea. And the, yeah. and the British colonies in America, they said... Hang on a second. If we have a tyrant, there's actually a, there's actually a lot of precedent here for us to follow. So in many ways, they were being more consistent with their legal tradition than England was. Yeah. Um, so they did they didn't split off and start this completely new thing. Although there's a bunch of ways in which their government was really new and different, like um, like having a president. Yeah. And who was the first president? George Washington. Yeah, George Washington. And George Washington really wanted that um, that president. To not have as much power as a king, right? Yeah. Yeah. And then after after the war, all of the states were, were free. And now they were yeah. states. They weren't colonies. And they all had their own governments. And, and a lot of the people who were the politicians, they, they had been elected officials before the war, during the war, and after the war. Yeah. And some of them were soldiers in the war, like George Washington was a soldier yeah. in the war. And the people, the people loved him, and they wanted him to be the president, right? Yeah. Um, in fact, some people actually said, well, maybe George Washington should be the king. And what did he say? Nope. He said no, and that's, that's pretty amazing. There's not very many men who have been offered a crown and have turned it down. George Washington is one. Oliver Cromwell is another. After the people resisted Charles I, there were some people who said, England must have a king. Oliver Cromwell, you be the king. And he said no. Yeah. And then later, all of, the, all of the different states, they got together and they said, we should be a country of different states that are united together. And we'll write something called the Constitution. And the Constitution will be the law that, that stops the, um, that, that says what the government is allowed to do and what the government is not allowed to do. So the Constitution was written more to limit what the government could do than it was to tell the government what it could do. So the government of the United States is only supposed to do certain things, yeah. and it has no business doing other things. Now, what about America today, James? 
Is America um, as free and and good a country as uh, as it was a long time ago? No. Do you think we have more? Do you think we have more laws now than we used to have a long time ago? Yeah. We do. Do you think we have more bad laws than we have a long time ago? Yeah. Yeah. So we have a lot of freedom in this country that we should be grateful mm-hmm. for. Yeah. And a lot of it is because of the really hard, hard work that was done by the American founders. Yeah. The people who went and fought the British. Yeah. People who signed all those documents, who did yeah. that really risky thing. Yeah. We should be grateful for that. But at the same yeah. time, there's been a lot of tyranny that's happened right here in America. Yeah. There are bad laws and bad taxes now. There are worse yeah. taxes now than there were under George III, right? Yeah. So some people look at the Constitution and they say, what a worthless document. It didn't actually protect us from our government at all. Mm, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, well, that's kind of a tricky argument because it's actually true, right? Yeah. Because what is the document? It's just a piece of paper. Yeah. It's just a piece of paper. It's not actually going to do anything by itself. If you yeah. write... On a piece of paper, dogs are not allowed to bite me. What will that piece of paper do? Nothing. Nothing. Who has to actually stop the dog from biting you? You. Well, yeah. <laughs> yes, me. Um, whose job is it to stop the government from doing things that are wicked and evil? Is it the job of the piece of paper or is it the job of the people? Job of the people. Yeah, and the piece of paper just tells them what when to stop the government. And what has happened is, for the last few hundred years, people have not stopped the government from doing what is wrong. Yeah. They've not stopped the government from doing what is wicked. And the piece of paper has not stopped them. Piece of paper just sits in a frame. It can't even stop Nicolas Cage from stealing it. Yeah. Yeah, you don't even know what that joke is. <laughs> Now, the Constitution is, and we'll talk more about this when you're older, the Constitution is not perfect, is it? No. It's, you're, are you disagreeing with everything that I say? Yeah. Or disagreeing? Because <laughs> you're on a podcast. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's not a perfect document because it's made by men who were not perfect. Yeah. But it's still not the piece of paper's fault that the people are not stopping tyranny from happening. Yeah. Now, do you know of any document that is perfect? Uh, well, I don't know about... We don't, you don't know about documents, but uh, is there any book that's perfect? Yeah, what? it's the Bible. Yeah, so the Bible is perfect. Now, yeah. does the Bible stop people... The Bible is full of commandments that tell people what they cannot do, what would, yeah. what would not be loving other people. Does the Bible yeah. actually stop them? No. No, it's just, it is just a book. Yeah. It's the people who follow and obey the Bible's job to actually obey it. So even though the Constitution isn't perfect, yeah. we know that even a perfect book like the Bible yeah. still requires that people obey it, know it, pay close attention to what is happening so that they can do what is right. Yeah. So on Independence Day, we're going to remember uh, men who did what was right. Yeah. They actually knew that there were limits to the authority of the King of England and to Parliament, and they demanded that those uh, that those limits be respected. And so one of their biggest arguments was that the King of England was no longer the King of the Colonies. He had unkinged himself by breaking the contract. Yeah. And so after they fought in the, the long war, they fought really, really hard, they wrote new documents. Yeah. And And anyone who who unkings himself, or anyone who breaks 
the contract, um, they're they're no longer in a they're no longer really obeying the paper, are they? Yeah. And this is an argument that we really need to be able to make. So yeah. as as you get older, this is something that you will read more about, right? Yeah. Yeah, you're going to read more about John Adams. Yeah. Sam Adams. Yeah. Thomas Jefferson. Yeah. Patrick Henry. Yeah. Henry Knox. Yeah. Um, there's a whole bunch of people that you will read more about. And they're men who understood this really well. They didn't just want to be free to do whatever they pleased. They knew that it was very important that the king or parliament or the House of Burgesses or whatever magistrates or authorities existed, pastors, that they have to obey the law or they have to obey the Bible or they have to obey whatever those governing documents are. If two people are in business together and they have... They have a business agreement written on a piece of paper. Do they need to obey that? Yeah. And so when when these things aren't obeyed and they aren't respected, things get bad really quick, right? Yeah. They could get bad in a business. Yeah. They could get bad in a church. Yeah. They could get bad in a country. Yeah. And that was what uh, that was what was happening in the American colonies. And our founders worked really, really hard to stop that from happening. And even yeah. though they weren't perfect. And some of them were more disciplined than others, and some of them had better ideas than others. We should be grateful for what they what they managed to accomplish. Yeah. And even though it hasn't lasted forever, has it? Oh, uh, no. No. There still are really good lessons that we could learn from it. Yeah. There still is a lot of things that we can be grateful for. So, yeah. So are we going to be grateful for the men who signed the Declaration of Independence? Yeah. And the people that fought in the war? Yeah. Yeah. That's what we're going to do today at the picnic. That's what we're going to do tomorrow at church. Uh, it's very important to remember these stories and be grateful for them, right? Yeah. And also to learn, because some of those men, like I said, they weren't perfect, right? Yeah. So if there's something that they did that was a little bit wrong, we can learn from that and we can still be grateful for the things that they did that was really good and right. Yeah. Like, like Benjamin Franklin. Yeah. Not perfect. He actually was actually kind of being bad at the beginning of the book. Yeah, he, he wasn't just entirely the beginning, but he still is a man who had a number of really good examples and things we can be grateful for. Yeah. As well as a bunch of uh, really bad examples that we can learn from. Yeah. A lot of people are like that. It's really important to be able to learn how to do that. Be grateful yeah. for the good. Yeah. Learn from the bad. Yeah. What some people do is they pretend that because some of the stuff that Benjamin Franklin did was good, he never did anything wrong. And other people will look at Benjamin Franklin and they'll say, because he did some things that were wrong, everything he did was wrong. But both of those are the wrong way to learn from someone. Yeah. Yeah. So you're going to have a lot of really interesting conversations about this in the future. So hopefully we can keep talking about these things, keep reading about these things. Yeah. You'll be better prepared for conversations like this in the future. There's a lot of people who, uh, they actually hate the people who signed the Declaration of Independence because they weren't perfect. And uh, anyone who's not perfect has to be destroyed. That's what some people think, though. Yeah. That's not what we believe. Yeah. Well, thank you for coming on the podcast with me, James. Um, yeah. This isn't normally how we have conversations, is it? No. It's weird to record it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, maybe people will like this part. And... Um, and maybe they'll think that it's kind of interesting. Yeah. And hopefully we will actually uh, talk more about some of these issues in a more rigorously uh, pre-scripted, footnoted, researched way. But uh, let us know. There's no comments for the podcast, but you can always email 
team at trex-arms.com and let us know what you think of the podcast, other stuff that you'd like fleshed out more if you want to hear James on the podcast more often. Not sure what the next podcast is going to be about, but I hope that you enjoyed this little quick surface level conversation about some really basic stuff. I hope that you guys have a really good Independence Day. Enjoy your 4th of July. Um, I'm actually going to post this podcast early so you can listen to it on the 4th. And um, be grateful for the things that you have to be grateful for. There was just some amazing, amazing men who were incredibly brave and disciplined and principled. And we, um, we get to celebrate a lot more freedom than a lot of other countries around the world because of what they did. Yeah. Yeah. Well, thank you very much for listening. We'll talk to you next week.